What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your hosts of the GMs of the Future podcast with... Nick Adma. Ryan Bondarenko. We're going through free agency, some of the big things that have happened since the start of free agency. Like we said, guys, we're taking a couple weeks off in between each one now. Not much is happening besides the free agency, which a lot of you guys have been following. Yeah, and it goes through like a list of signings. So we're going to go division by division and... uh just tell you who they signed and uh, just a brief say of who we th- who we each think was the biggest signing for that team. Yeah. So just one person from each team will say who their biggest signing was. We each have our opinion on each team. So we're starting in the AFC East, and we'll start with my Buffalo Bills, the team that's going to win the Super Bowl next year. That's just my personal they opinion. They have no needs on their team after what they did. Obviously, the team can always get better for yes, sure, but there's no wide open need. So the things they've done is they've got themselves their backup QB and Mitch Trubisky. Which, for $2.5 million, you signed Trubisky. If the Bears were smart, they would have given Trubisky $3 million, even 4 $5 million, saved 5 to $7 million cap space instead of signing Andy Dalton. Bring Which Mitch we'll Tr- get to that signing. Yeah, we'll get to that signing eventually, but... This was just a stupid, stupid thing by the Bears for letting Trubisky go this way. And for the money that the Bills picked him up for, he is a perfect backup for the Bills. Uh, yeah, no. They then, got their backup running backs now. Yeah, I mean. Their they got, third and fourth strings. Yeah, Matt Matt Breda, who brings speed to the team, who the which they don't really have a speed running back. They got Tywan Jones, who's an excellent special teamer. Isaiah McKenzie re-signed. One big signing for me, this is actually probably the biggest one for me, is Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is a big signing. So that gives you Emmanuel Sanders, Stefan Diggs, and Cole Beasley as your top three. Gabriel Davis. Emmanuel Sanders is actually coming in as the number four. Yeah, and Gabe Davis, who was a rookie last year who played so well. I mean, they signed Daryl Williams for an offensive yeah, tackle. They re-signed him. Uh, they re-signed John Feliciano, re-signed Matt Milano, re-signed Levi Wallace, replaced, saved about a million a year by signing Matt Hack to be their punter, so that was a big deal. But their big signing to me was, for me, it's actually going to be Matt Milano. But a brief one I want to talk about is actually the defensive end, F.A. Obata, who's the who was the first ever British player coming through the British Pathway program to... Uh, get a contract with the Panthers. He signed, he played 30% of the defensive snaps for Carolina last year and had five and a half sacks. So he brings some stuff on the edge, but Matt Milano is a guy. So two British players on the uh, bills with Christian Wade and Faye Obata, but we'll go to the dolphins now. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, they signed for one year for five yeah, he'll million. He'll be the backup to uh, Tua and maybe the guy who plays if Tua gets hurt. Malcolm they got Brown. Malcolm Brown signed for one year. Um, a weird thing happened with them. They they traded for Isaiah Wilson, was a first-round pick from the Titans, and then a few days later they cut him because he refused to change turn his life around because he's got some issues. Yep. So I would be surprised if you'll ever see Isaiah Wilson playing in the NFL. He was a top 10. No, he was a top. He was a first-round. He's picked yeah, 22, he's, 23 overall or something like that. And this guy had so much potential but he doesn't want to change his life around. Waste he, of a first-round pick, and it yep. ends up being a waste of a seventh-round pick for the... Uh, for the Dolphins giving yeah. it away. I mean, the Dolphins signed Will Fu- Will Fuller to a one-year deal. Which, which I is, think was their biggest signing was Will Fuller. Um, made a few other moves. They traded uh, uh, for 
Bernardrick McKinney by giving up uh, Shaq Lawson and a six-round pick. They, so that helping their linebacking core because they did release Kyle Van Noy. And, uh, Adam Butler they signed, but not nothing too else big from the Dolphins. Yeah, I I, I would say Will Fuller was their big move. Um, the Patriots are the team that has spent so, so much-, much money. The Patriots went in first day. Hunter Henry. No, Hunter Henry. Or, Henry's sorry, on day, day two. two. Sorry. Yeah. It was Jonu Smith and Matt Judon the first yeah, day. Yeah, not to mention Jalen Mills and a few other guys. On, so, Johnson. just we're going to go through this. We got yeah. the way the Patriots have either re signed or signed players to their team now. They've got Cam Newton, re signed. James White, re signed. Nelson Aguilar, who signed a two year contract there. You've got Kendrick, uh, Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, who Hunter signed Henry. Hunter Henry, Johnu Smith, Trent Brown was acquired in a trade. Uh, David Andrews you signed, signed him as your center there. Um, yep. Got your backup center in Ted Karras. Dietrich Wise, Devon Godshaw, Lawrence Guy re-signed. Montavious Adams, Henry Anderson, Matt Judon, Raquan McMillan, Kyle Van Noy re-signs there. Justin Bethel, Jalen Mills, Cody Davis, and then, of course, you re-signed your kicker, Nick Folk. The biggest signing for me is Hunter Henry because I I was talking about him a lot. I thought he was going to get paid really well, and he got a three-year deal for $37.5 million. That includes $25 million fully guaranteed, which is a big portion of that contract. And Hunter Henry Johnny Smith had very similar four years, years, $50 million with $31.25 guaranteed. Um, The Patriots went from being a bottom-tier team to being a could be a top tier team with the they way they have. They have a bunch of skill positions, players, but their big lacking is they need Cam Newton to perform at quarterback, or they're going to be in the same position. It won't matter. Yeah, and even they they, dra- they got four guys in the in here that they either re-signed or signed to their team in James White, Aguilar, Henry, and Smith. And then Kendrick Bourne is a signing too. Is going to play yeah. a lot. So they get. And, you know, you got Edelman coming back from injury. So, you mean, you've got some weapons there. And Cam Newton, it was fine that he didn't play great last year because they didn't have weapons. But now that he has the weapons, if he still doesn't perform, Cam There's Newton, no excuse. They have yeah. to. I still think the Patriots need to draft a quarterback to get on. But our draft talk will come in a later episode. Yeah. Uh, New York Jets going on. This. They've done. They did some things here, but. I mean, Tevin Coleman at running back they signed. Yeah. Keelan Cole and Corey Davis are big signings. Corey um, Davis is actually a huge signing for them. Yeah, it gives, it gives them, them a, what they believe is a number one, but I still I think Corey Davis is a number two. They did the franchise take for Marcus May, signed Sheldon Rankins to a two-year yeah, deal. Yeah, which can be an underrated signing. Um, Carl Lawson was their big defensive signing that they did. Yeah. Three years, $45 million. He was one of the top pass rushers available. Which I I think was a great signing, and I think he's he was the pass rusher I would have signed the most because he's twenty six years old, um, plays well, he he plays hard, he has great maybe not great sack numbers, but he's got great under the radar statistics of getting pressure, winning his winning his run shedding, winning his pass. Blocking. He's a very good player that yeah. is very underlooked a and lot he, of the time. And he's twenty. 20- 26 years old, which is great to get in free agency. A nice young player yep. who can build around on your defense and give someone opposite Kenan Williams in that defense another pass rusher, right? Now we're going to the AFC North. We're going to start with the Baltimore Ravens. And this signing actually has happened yesterday. Sammy Watkins is going from the Chiefs to the Ravens. This is actually a perfect signing for the Ravens, I believe. It now gives a good... 
another receiver to put out there with Willie Sneed. No, and, Willie Sneed's gone. Willie Sneed's oh, yeah, three, sorry. so we'll talk about But it's, yes. you got Marquise Brown there. Now, now Sammy Watkins, you still got Mark Andrews. Six to seven games only in the year because Sammy Watkins is always always, hurt. Always hurt. But I mean, it's a one year deal. Their biggest signing, though, was offensive guard Kevin Zeitler. Three year deal, $22 million, $16 million of it guaranteed. Guard and play there. Uh, Spot Marshall. Other than that, it's just been re signings of Tyus Bowser, Pernell McPhee, Justin Ellis, Derek Wolf. so not the Ravens were one of the least active teams. They did they made a few moves. Their big one obviously was Kevin Zeitler, would have been their biggest move. So yeah. we'll both agree on that one. Cincinnati, now they've actually gone and done a little bit in here. Like they spent on the defense is where they spent. Well, most of their they time. also paid Riley Reef for an offensive tackle seven and a half million for one year, five and a half of it guaranteed for a five and a half signing bonus. So. You got Larry Ogunjobi uh, re-signed for a one-year no, or there, signed, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Eli Trey, Apple, Trey Hendrickson. That's a big one. Four years, sixty million dollars. Like, listen, that's their biggest defensive signing, in my opinion, was Trey Hendrickson, who was again one of the top pass rushers available. Had a breakout year with the Saints last year. And actually, the one for me is Chadobi Awuzie, signed a three-year, twenty-one point seven five million with nine point two five in the first year. And then, which is a big portion of that contract, right? Yeah. And Mike Hilton was another corner they signed. He was a great slot corner for the Steelers last year, and he's Ricardo. Ricardo Allen was a good signing for them. the The Bengals did quite a bit of stuff out there. Primarily, a big focus was their defense, and yep. it was no linebackers, but defensive linemen and secondary. But tra- secondary, they signed a lot of players. They also signed Eli Apple. Eli Apple, Jadobia Wuzier, Tony Brown, Mike Hilton, Ricardo Allen, Brandon Wilson. So six players in the secondary, four of them corners, to, and they, they did lose their top corner last year in William Jackson, but yeah. uh, go to the Browns, and I really like what the Browns have done myself. Uh, it's not really what they did on the offense. Only a couple signings, re-signing Higgins and uh, getting another Offensive lineman Greg Sinat and JoJo Natson at receiver. Their but big one was probably Tack McKinley signing Tack McKinley right now. I think it's actually John Johnson, their safety that they signed. Oh yeah, year, sorry, thirty-three point seven five million. Tack McKinley was had a was a highly touted prospect. Didn't play great in Atlanta. He had some good games and very inconsistent play. Yeah. Malik Jackson isn't a bad pickup for the Browns either. He's getting older. He's what 33, yeah, he's, 34. Yeah, 32 maybe. He's Something been, he's around been injured. there. But he's still a big body presence for them. Yeah, it replaces Larry Ogunjobi there that he can play. Yep. Um, so they did pretty well well there. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Had like no cap space. So let's talk. They yeah, they didn't much. have cap space to do anything with. The only things that they've really done is re-sign Juju to a one-year deal. That's $7 million signing bonus and a $1 million base salary. That's... Yeah, there's actually, and there's four voidable years to this deal. So it technically is a long term, but there's four voidable years that are been voided. So it makes the cap number in two, next year to one point six million dollars. He's just getting a bunch of money up front. Yeah, and he turned down deals with other teams that were more money to re-sign with Pittsburgh, which in the end to me is not a great move because I don't think Pittsburgh is has improved their team. I think they're the same. Yeah, they were. They they're haven't prob- done. They're anything. actually probably a little bit worse 
actually, because they lost guys like Bud Dupree and that. So yeah. we'll see where Pittsburgh goes. Um, but we'll move on to the AFC South. And a team that was actually very active in the Texans with a lot of lower-value deals signed quite a few players and made some trades. Like They have a huge list of players. Yeah, like we're looking at this right now. You're going. We're just going to go right through it. And they acquired Ryan Finley from the Bengals. They signed Tyrod Taylor. They signed Mark Ingram. Philip Lindsay. Right there, you just brought in your two running backs. And you still, and have, you David, still have David Johnson. You've yeah. got a three-headed monster in that backfield now. Yeah, well, Ingram is not – he's okay. He, he, yeah. he wasn't playing much. You signed Chris Conley, Andre, Andre Roberts, Roberts to be your Dante returner. Moncrief. Like, Moncrief hasn't been... He hasn't been anything in years. Yeah. He's just been a guy. I mean, you made that... We've talked about the Bernardrick McKinney trade to bring in Shaq Lawson. Um, a few other players that they brought. They got... Uh, Marcus Cannon was acquired in a trade. That's right, with the, with the Patriots. After the Patriots had acquired Trent Brown. So they went and signed Desmond King... Who Vernon Hargraves? Vernon Hargraves. They re-signed. re-signed. Terrence Mitchell signed with them. Christian, Christian Kirksey, Kirksey, Jordan Jenkins, like a lot they, of low low money deals. The biggest money that they spent was actually on Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, um, actually, which for, is five and a, it's it could be worth up to twelve and a half million. Yeah, deal. but it's five and a half. Everyone else, it's all single digits million, like in the money. Ranking-wise. But so. they did it to get those players that they needed to fill yeah, the holes. They get be- they, they're get overall a better team. They're just not – they're more depth. They signed a lot of depth players. No no big superstar signing, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, the Colts, huge trade with the Eagles to acquire Carson Wentz. Marlon Mack re-signing. Same thing with T.Y. Hill and Xavier Rhodes. And the only other thing that they did was uh, signed an offensive tackle and Sam Tevy. I'm surprised. Like, that's actually some big thing. Like, Carson Wentz was the big move. It was huge. Let's be honest, big move. It, but it they was... had a lot of cap space, and they didn't go out and use it on some of these bigger name players. Like, they could have used a bigger name passer. They could have got one of those passers. Yep. They could have got someone like Kenny Galladay. Yes, they wanted T.Y. Hilton back, and they got him back. But, yeah, the Colts didn't, haven't done much. They've only done five things throughout this so far, and one of them's been a trade. So only four signings for them. And only one of them was a free agent signing. The rest were re-signings. Right? Yep. So you're going to see the Colts maybe do a few more things as free agency pro- progresses with the guys still out there. There's still some names out there, which we'll get to at the end of this. We'll go to see who the top free agents are that are still left. I mean, moving on with the Jacksonville Jaguars, they did quite a bit too. They had the most cap space in the league, and yeah, they got. Uh, I mean, new one, backup going to be the fighting back- for the backup with Gardner Minshew and CJ Beathard. They're, they're going to be the backup for Trevor Lawrence. Let's yeah. be honest. Uh, they got Carlos Hyde, Jamal Agnew, Philip Dorsett, Marvin Jones. Uh, like those are just some good receivers they ended up getting. You go to the defensive side, they got uh, Tyson Alulu. Uh, Roy Robert Harris went from, from the Bears there. Shaquille Griffin. Malcolm is a, Brown, they get, got in a trade. Shaquille yeah. Griffin was probably their biggest money signing, and they get themselves a corner from Seattle, yep. jumping over to Jacksonville. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they've done some things, lots of, a lot of depth pieces. Their biggest work was on the defensive line, signing six players for that defensive line. Yeah. So they've they done did. some things there. 
So, yeah, I mean, that I feel that this was a really good one, and Shaquille Griffin would have been my big one for the Jags. Yeah, I think they overpaid him, but it's still he was their biggest signing. Um, Tennessee Titans, they lost Hunter Henry, which was huge for them. No, but they, no they, didn't, they lost Johnny Smith. Or Johnny Smith, sorry. Yeah. Hunter Henry was... Uh, the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Yeah, they lose Johnny Smith, but they replace him with Jeff Swaim and Anthony Ferkser. I mean... Swain was already there. Swain was already there. They just brought in Ferkser to replace him. They lost Corey Davis and uh, Adam Humphreys as the free agent, and they signed Josh Reynolds to replace him. So that's another receiver. They re-signed uh, Jayon Brown. They Their big signings were on defense in Danico Autry coming over from the Colts to the Titans, and Bud Dupree was their massive signing in five yep. years, worth up to $85 million. With 35 of his contract guaranteed, then they went out and got Janoris Jenkins and Kevin Johnson and Jan- to, bolster, to bolster that secondary. And they did they did cut Adore Jackson and Which was, Butler on yeah. Adore Jackson is one of the biggest shocks for me. He's such a good corner. Uh, we, we both like him, and he was gone. So, you know, hey. Uh, AFC West... We're going with them now. We're moving on to the Broncos. Broncos' biggest signing. Actually, the Broncos did quite a bit on defense. All they've done is one offense, and that's bringing in Mike Boone on one yeah, year on a two-year contract. He's replacing Philip Lindsay in there. Melvin Gordon is now the true the, back. The, he's there. the guy there. They the, re-sign Shelby Harris with them. They go out and sign Ronald Darby, three years, thirty million dollars. Next. The Bears release Kyle Fuller, which I don't understand like, what they were doing with this. And two days, two maybe two days later. It, no, it was the next day. Kyle cool. Fuller signs with Denver for one year, nine and a half million with nine million guaranteed. Kyle Fuller's best season <laughs> came under Vic Fangio's defense. He's rejoining there. Yep. They Kirk. they went and out and got Kareem Jackson. Justin Simmons re-signed that franchise tag. And then he their, signed a long-term deal at four years, $61 million. Their secondary in Denver is disgusting right now. Yeah, it's good. They got better. Its defense <laughs> is going to be a lot better, and hopefully their offense keeps pace and Denver gets to be a better team. Kansas City Chiefs. One big thing for me that they did was... Both of their guards they released. No, both their tackles. Or both their tackles, sorry. Mitchell Swartz and, and Eric Fisher, Fisher, which is really weird because look at how that played out for them in the Super Bowl. Without the tackles. Without those tackles. Who were both injured, right? Yeah. So they didn't. But you go out and get an offensive guard in Joe Thunley. Joe Tooney, yeah. Who, had Tooney. A ma- who got a massive deal. Five, Five years, $80 million, $32.5 guaranteed. The third-year contract is only guaranteed for injury. However, it converts yeah. to full. So it's a lot of money. It's it's a lot of money that he got. And Taco Charlton re-signed there. But another one, this is huge. They actually got ex-offensive left guard Kyle Long for the Chicago Bears to come out of retirement and sign him to yeah, play so guard for them. So what's going to happen, you're going to see their offensive line be Tooney at left guard, Kyle Long at right guard. Because what's Laurent Devarney Tardif may not come back because because COVID is still lasting longer than we expected. <clears throat> yep, and he may still be helping out with COVID for another year, and he may be one of the few opt outs that you'll see for next year. So they need some tackles. They re-signed Mike Remmers, so he'll probably play maybe right tackle for him or whatever. 
Vegas Raiders. They kind of went off with this. They, they did quite a bit. They did quite a bit, but the biggest thing that they did was with losing some of their offensive linemen. They did were able to re-sign Richie Incognito, who they had released, who was on a bigger salary and yeah. came back. But you signed Kenyon Drake to a two-year. Don't deal. understand that signing. You have Josh Jacobs, and you re-signed Theo Riddick, and then you go out and bring in another Kenyon, speedster. Uh, you bring in Kenyon Drake. You don't need. Yes, running backs are great, but like you don't need to be paying your running back that much money. A good signing for them that I really feel that was good for the Raiders was getting wide receiver John Brown. One-year deal, $3.5 million. Replaces Aguilar in that. Yep, for offense. that. And they also re-signed Zay Jones and then went out and got Willie Sneed from the Ravens. Yeah, who's a who's a underneath-type receiver. They're... Big moves were on the defensive line. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe was their biggest signing on defense at two years. For $26 million. Million. Other than that, it was a lot of re-signings. Uh, Solomon Thomas was one that did go there for one year for $5 million. Solomon Thomas has kind of been a bust since coming into the NFL. He was... He's had some good games in here and there with the 49ers. But yes, he was high draft pick, third overall. Um, and yeah, but... The offensive lineman I want to talk about, they, they traded Gabe Jackson. They um, traded Rodney Hudson uh, for a draft pick. Uh, traded Trent Brown. Trent Brown, their they left tackle. They had cut Richie Incognito, but it just recently re-signed him. So, I mean, that was four of their starting offensive linemen gone. They keep one of them back. So, they got two of their five starting offensive linemen are still there. And they had one of the better offensive lines in the league. Yep. Uh, going on to the Chargers. Chargers didn't do too much either. Um, they had one major signing, which is Corey Lindsley at center, the highest-paid center in the National Football League, coming over from the Packers, which is a massive help to Justin Herbert in the end and to the running game and to just yeah. as a whole. And, I mean, they replaced Hunter Henry after they lost him with a one-year deal for Jared Cook, which is a nice one. And uh, Kyler Fackrell agrees to terms with them there. Few, they re-signed Michael Davis. They cut Casey Hayward. Yeah, Casey Hayward was... Uh, they also did lose Desmond King. Uh, well, they had traded him last year, yeah. earlier in the year, to uh, Tennessee. So, but then, yeah, so L.A. didn't really do too much. The they Chargers got themselves ha- a backup quarterback now in Chase Daniel. Yeah. Uh, replacing Tyrod Taylor's job there, so... So now we're going into the NFC. We're going to start with the NFC East. And we're starting with the Cowboys, or Cowgirls, sorry. But uh, uh, Dak Prescott, multi-year deal. Four-year, $160 million, 126 guaranteed. Um, uh, Keanu Neal was a really another good one for them. Yeah, they re-signed uh, Jordan Lewis. Uh, DeMonte Kaze was another good one. Uh, Both Kaze and Keanu Neal are safeties, even though Keanu Neal sometimes is plays in up down in the box or whatever. Both came from over from the from, Fal- a, from the Falcons over, yeah. uh, going for the Giants. Now they've done some massive things, the Giants that I absolutely love, and I love the signing of Kenny Galladay. I was I talked about him in both yeah in all the free agency podcasts. Before so this. I love Kenny Galladay. <laughs> what they have gone out and done right here, the New York Giants. They sign a quarterback. For Mike Glennon. Terrible for me, an idea. Yeah, well, whatever he plays, he'll be a backup. Devontae Booker. They've got another, they've got a really another good running back. Another running back. That Saquon's coming back from injury, so yeah. Kenny Galladay, like we just touched on, signed for Gives four them a years. True number one. 72 million, 40 million, fully guaranteed. They went out and signed the speedster, John Ross. Which gives them a top 
five a, a group of five wide receivers now. So you've got number one, you've got Galladay, you've got now you still got Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and now John Ross. That's a group of five wide receivers there, all with different skill sets that can do things. But Galladay is your tr- Galladay they, was the then true. Then they go out and get, sign Kyle Rudolph from the Vikings, which pairs him up with Evan Ingram at tight yep. end, so you can run two tight end sets. And that deal almost got voided because, because of, Kyle Rudolph's injury. Yeah, with the with his foot, they thought it wasn't good, but they ended up uh, still agreeing to it. Leonard Actually, Williams to me, big their big signing too on defense was Adore Jackson going over here three years, thirty nine million, with a max of forty four and a half million, includes sixteen million in the first year, and then twenty seven million dollars over the first two years yeah, for this so guy. Yeah, so they got themselves another corner with to pair with James Bradbury, who had a great year last. Oh, year. Bradbury was so Leonard good last Williams, year. Leonard Williams, they finally get on a long term deal. Yep. Um, for Efedo, three years. Efede, Oden, Odenigbo. Yeah. I hate that guy's name. I'm sorry. It's, it's hard so to, hard to pronounce. Uh, yeah. He signed there for one year. Reggie Ragland signed there for one year. The Eagles, they had <laughs> very little cap space, nothing to do with. They signed a backup quarterback after trading Carson Wentz, so they got Joe Flacco to back up uh, Jalen Hurts, which is good for Jalen Hurts to have a veteran quarterback who has... Super Bowl under him. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he's a, he just doesn't have the ability to play the position anymore. As a, but he's got all that knowledge. The knowledge there. The biggest signing for them was Anthony Harris coming over from the Vikings uh, for a one-year. Who had a rough year last year after betting on him after getting that franchise tag. Yeah, just, he bet on himself. Uh, Washington football team. Great, great offseason. Fitzpatrick. So Ryan Fitzpatrick is coming in. Fitzpatrick. Fitz Magic is coming in. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick. They went and re-signed. Lamar Miller. They signed Adam Humphrey. Curtis signed Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Great signing on offense. Gives Terry McLaurin another yep. receiver. Go beside Will him. Jackson, Daryl Roberts, and Danny Johnson. All three corners are staying with them. Yeah, well, Will Jackson is a big signing. He replaces Ronald Darby in that number in one that, spot. Yeah, so they've got themselves. They're in good shape. Uh, Washington, um, the football team. I mean, I actually think they're a team to that will improve, and they could be winning that division again. Although Cowboys and Giants did some things, but the Eagles are the bottom of the barrel team in that division right, right now. now. Yeah, the way the wa- and the way Washington played last year. I could see Washington being a very good contender this year. They have a great defense. Great, de- they have a top five defense right now. Yeah, they and have, with adding they the have guys, the best that, defensive front in football, and that is non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. They've got everybody. There's just nowhere you want to double team someone. Well, someone else is going to destroy you. Yep. Yeah. So moving on to the NFC North, and I do not know what the hell. Do you want to skip the Bears? Is that pretty my, much what you want? My to Chicago do? <laughs> Bears have been doing with this. They go out, release Mitch Trubisky. The Trubisky era is yeah, over. Yeah, Trubisky's a free agent yet. They he signs with the Bills for $2.5 million, But they go out and sign a guy who's older and, to me, doesn't have the same skill set as Trubisky. They're Andy, same. They're a- equal. They're equal players. Andy Dalton for $10 million. What are you doing? The best thing they went out and did was sign Damian Williams for one year right now. I mean, Desmond, after they released... Kyle Fuller, they go out and get Desmond Trufant to replace him. Already Burns stayed there. Jeremiah Atachu 
was actually really a good uh, signing for yeah, them. Angelo signing. Blackson was, is actually going to be a really good one. Say Elijah Wilkinson, Wilkinson on the offensive yeah. line. And Akeem Hicks has been given <coughs> permission to seek a trade. Carlos so, Santos, the Bears kicker, who we Kyra finally found. Fa- or Cairo Santos, yeah, sorry. He played well. We finally have a kicker on our team. Three years, $9 million deal. Yeah, so that's good. You keep re-signing at the kicker position. Now you go to the Lions, who their big thing that they did was shipping off Maddie Stafford, but we talked about that in the previous episodes, getting Jared Goff and some first-round picks in the next couple years from the Rams. They um, went out and signed Brashad Perryman. Jamal Williams, the Packers' backup running back, so he'll form a nice one-two punch with DeAndre Swift. Yep. Uh, Brashad Perryman, Terrell Johnson, Tyrell Williams, uh, Mikel Brockers was actually acquired in a trade. Michael Bro- Romeo Aquara was a big re-signing for them. He was one of the top available pass rushers after breakout ten sack season last year. So they re-signed him on a three-year, thirty-nine yep. million dollar deal. That's their big signing. But obviously, their big thing was moving on from Matthew Stafford, and they go on, go forth, and then well. We go to the Packers, and the Packers did not have much cap space. But they they, they re-signed Aaron Jones, brought in Mercedes Lewis. Re-signed, they re-signed, or Mercedes. re-signed Mercedes Lewis. They're losing and, Robert Tunyon, I believe, is a free agent. Yeah, they re-signed and, Kevin King, and you know, hey, they did. Their big thing was though was keeping Aaron Jones. They found a way to do that. Yep. They lost Corey Lindsley, which they wanted to keep them both, but they knew they couldn't. They it was one Aaron or the jo- other. They chose ends. Aaron Jones because Aaron Jones is. He's a great running back, and uh, I bl- guess they believe they can find a replacement in the off for Lindsley. Now, Minnesota Vikings have had a rough go in the past little not, bit. Not much cap space again with this yeah, team. Yeah, the big thing that they did was sign Patrick Peterson for a one-year $10 million deal. And Delvin Tomlinson I liked as well, too, which was a nice two-year $22 million. That was a, that's helps, really good for them. going to help that run defense out. Uh, a few other things that they did was they just traded for Mason Cole, uh, from the Cardinals. Re-signed a, Amir Abdullah for the running back. Uh, re-signed Chad Beebe. Uh, Rashad Hill re-signed with Brought them. in Mackenzie Alexander and Nick Vigil. So they've done a few things, but again, not much moves. There, When we went through the NFC uh, North, we talked about these teams not having much cap space, so we weren't going to see many things happen. Yeah, it's just the Minnesota Vikings are in... Cap yeah. hell right now. Same. Because of Kirk Cousins' deal. That's really yeah. where they're in for a crap quarterback. <laughs> they're paying him a lot of money. So, NFC South, Atlanta Falcons. We already kind of touched on Keanu Neal and uh, DeMonte Kaze leaving. They didn't really do anything to bring any of them back. They signed Eric Harris and Fabian Morrow, but they were already, or Fabian Morrow was already on the team. No, Fabian Morrow played for Washington last year. Oh, sorry, yeah, yes. He, yeah, it's a good signing for them, but again, the Falcons were not in good cap space. They did get they, Lee Smith, the backup uh, tight end from the Bills. Great, for, run, great run blocking tight end. He's one of the best run blocking tight ends. Terrible receiver, but a good run blocking tight end. They got Hayden Hurst there. They did sign Mike Davis from Carolina. Which who he had a pretty good year when McCaffrey was hurt. So now he's going to probably be their lead running back because they lost Todd Gurley. Yeah. And they lost, uh, I believe it was Brian Hill or Edo Smith. Carolina Panthers. They also did not do too, too much. A few moves that they made. A couple signings. Like, the biggest one would be probably David Moore signing yeah, with Yeah, Dan them. Arnold. 
Denzel Perryman. Actually, Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick's a good move. I like that move. Uh, gives him another pass rusher. Rashawn Melvin signing with them. But no major multi-year deals other than really... Like, Pal Elfline was a big multi-year, three-year, $11.5 million and that's, on the inside. And then David Moore was a two-year deal. Yeah, so not much <coughs> going on. There are no major money handed out. Uh, uh, Saints, cap hell. Cap hell, but they got themselves out of cap troubles the second they got rid of Emmanuel Sanders... And well, he was gone already. Drew yeah. Brees retired. And Quan Alexander got cut. So they found a way to get themselves fine. They re-signed Jameis Winston, and they re-signed uh, Taysom Hill together. So the two of them are competing for the starting job. I'm hoping it goes to Jameis Winston because I've always been a fan of Jameis Winston. Then, well, Other than that, they haven't done anything to, too big. The biggest thing would be... Because they couldn't, right? They just really couldn't. They yeah. re-signed Mar- uh, Marcus Williams by, by giving him the franchise tag. Resigned Ty Montgomery to a one-year contract, and it doesn't. We don't even know what the contract is worth. It's just his signing bonus is only one hundred and thirty-seven thousand dollars. Yeah, so it's so, got to be a lower contract for him. Which is fine. He's not the running back. They have two already in uh, Kamara and Latavius Murray. the The Bucks have done a fantastic job. They are the only team in in the cap era to ever resign. Every single starter, all 22 players that were starting for them, are still on the team the following year after winning the Super Bowl. They re-signed Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Chris Godwin got the franchise tag. Rob Gronkowski re-signs for one year. Shaquille Barrett re-signs for four years. He gets a multi-year Sue re-signs. Levante David re-signs. Ryan Ryan Suckup. Kevin Minter. Like, they went out and did the best they could... And if I'm not mistaken, Tom Brady wants to. Yeah, he re- he extended his contract. Extended his contract another for another two. Or I thought he, it was he's another, got two years total. Yeah, two years total year on top of his. Yeah, that he's gone with. I the, mean, crap. Tom Brady's gonna be. Tom Brady's gonna be eighty, and he's gonna be played. He's gonna be coming onto the field in a walker, and he's still gonna be throwing throwing bombs. Uh, yeah, Can't I stand mean, that guy. <laughs> the Bucks. Where it did so much, and they're still under. And it's all it's all re-signing. It's all re-signings that it was. They didn't even. Yeah, actually, they did not sign anybody. All re-signings. It was just re-signings the entire time, and they don't need anybody though. That's the thing. Yeah, they'll still get better. Obviously, they're still going to do some <laughs> things to get better because a lot of those deals, one-year deals. So this year's draft will be replaced, knowing that. This cap stuff, it's not going to always work. They're not going to be able yeah. to do this all the time and go from there and get some more players. The Cardinals in the NFC West, we'll start with uh, them. They've done some good things. Uh, their big signing was something that had already happened, which was J.J. Watt getting the two-year $31 million deal. But they also brought in A.J. Green. They traded for Rodney Hudson. That's a big addition on they, the offensive line. Yep, they uh, signed Brian Winters to come in, Max Garcia traded for Rodney Hudson from the Raiders, uh, re-signed Marcus Golden. Brought in Malcolm Butler, which was a yesterday signing, if I'm not mistaken, or the day before. Yeah. In like, the last two days. They they bolstered their team up to where they needed to. Got themselves a new kicker in Matt Prater, who's... A all, proven he, kicker. Yeah, he's done well, and he, he always, he's got a big leg, right? He's done yep. well. Uh, another team that was kind of in cap hell was the Rams, the Rams. Which they didn't do much, obviously. They couldn't. 
only a few moves. They, they traded did. for Matt, Matthew Stafford. Like we touched on before, they signed Deshaun Jackson to be that deep threat for one year, four and a half, and then re-signed Leonard Floyd. For which, which is shocking because I figured Leonard Floyd wasn't going to be able to be re-signed because of the cap. How, yeah, because how of cap issues. But hey, he gives a nice edge rusher to compliment Aaron Donald uh, destroying teams up the middle. Yeah. Um, San Fran 49ers. Kyle Juszczyk re-signed. Trent uh, Which Sherfield. is amazing. He's like the... He is the the god of fullbacks. Like, yeah. He, this guy, four-year deal when Kyle Shanahan first got there with the 49ers. Four-year deal's up. He goes and he gets a re-signing five-year, $27 million. But their offense is a great running offense, and he is a huge reason why he's a great blocker, great receiving fullback, can still carry the ball sometimes. He, great player. But... Let's talk about what they did on the offensive line. Alex Mack, one year, five and a half million dollars. Huge, big Absolutely signing huge. in the center. But their big signing is the massive hundred and thirty-eight million dollars over six years to Trent Williams. Shores up that left tackle position for the future. Long term, he's top two with Bakhtiari. Yeah, the way we've been talking about it is Trent Williams and David Bakhtiari. Are the two left tackle, two top left tackles? We both in the believe Bakhtiari is a better pass blocker. Williams is the better run, run blocker. blocker, but Williams' pass blocking is just as good as uh, Bakhtiari's run blocking. So they're literally at that like even point. Yeah. So, but defense, they got Samson Abukum, Emmanuel Mosley, Jason Verrett. Yeah, and uh, you know Kawan Williams very signed. So Jaquiz Tart is staying. Yeah, Jaquiz Tart. Yeah. So again, you know they've done some things, but. That, a lot of re-signings, of that course. That offensive line was huge, getting Alex Mack and Trent Williams. And we're going to talk about something else they did in a little while after after we touch on free agency here because we're coming to the last team here, the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, Seahawks, <laughs> big thing that I like that they did is they, they brought in Chris Carson, re-signed him. Yeah. Uh, got Gabe Jackson. Uh, Gerald Everett was a nice nice addition at tight end since Greg Olson uh Gone. Yeah. Um, Carlos Dunlap re- did re-sign. re-sign. That, that's new. They brought in Kerry Hyder, uh, who had a who was the leading uh, sack getter on the 49ers last year. They brought Going in another in, corner in Aquilo Witherspoon, replacing uh, Sha- uh, Shaquille Griffin, who left. Uh, so they've done some things. They're still an okay team. They've never moved Russell Wilson, like we talked about. But I mean, we're going to talk briefly. Just we'll touch on the two trades that happened yesterday in regards to the draft, and then we'll go back to and, exp- and s- let you know who the top free agents that are still out there are. So big trades that gone on. First off, San Francisco 49ers jumping up from pick number 12 to pick number 3, giving up pick number 12 this year, a third rounder this year, a first rounder next year, and, and a, a first, first rounder, rounder the year, year after. after that. So what does that say? They're going after quarterback. In this draft, there's four quarterbacks at the top of the list. In obviously, Trevor Lawrence is going to be gone. Maybe Zach Wilson's still around. Maybe Justin Fields is still around. Maybe Trey Lance is around. It'll be one of those that's going to happen. Um, then, after, shortly after, the Dolphins, who just got that 12 pick, trade it to the Eagles for the Eagles pick. Yeah, they get the number six pick in the draft. Giving up that number 12, they get the 6th pick and then a 5th rounder this year, and they give up the 12th pick and a 4th rounder this year, 
and their own first-round pick next year. Yeah. So it's not the one they acquired from San Fran. So they'll still have a pick next year, but it's the one uh, – it's their own next year. So it really just depends on what you're going with. So a lot of crazy moves happened. Uh, there was – between three trades – there were seven first-round picks traded. And we're doubling the 12th pick as it got traded yeah. twice. So twelve. there were six different first-round picks that went with this. <clears throat> now, looking at... these, The best, best free agents available, we want to talk about that is still... Jadavian Clowney. Still out there. Didn't have a great year last year, so he's... He's gone. Um, Mitchell Swartz, who was released, he's out there. Good right tackle. But there, there has been talk of him retiring and not playing anymore, so maybe he doesn't want to play. Justin Houston's still a capable player. Yep, probably same. someone who's going to be in a reduced role, not a uh, full-time starter. but a, Same thing with help. Melvin Ingram. They're both 32 years old, yeah. both edge rushers. Um, he... Melvin Ingram is one of the most productive pass rushers. Yeah, he's a very productive player. I like him a lot. Uh, Eric Fisher, we talked about him. K.J. Wright, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is a big player. I truly, there was so much talk of him going to the Raiders early on, yep. and I still feel that that probably could happen. Antonio Brown is the guy that hasn't been re-signed. To Tampa Bay. Yeah, but again, he wasn't a starter, so that 22 starters, he was yep. their number three receiver, so not a... Starter Daquan Jones is available. I mean, um, he did go eight regular season games with them, going 483 yards, which is still not the same Antonio Brown that we no, remember as a top yeah. one or two receiver in the league. Then you got Daquan Jones, uh, Xavier Woods. It was a younger safety at 26 years old. Austin Ryder, who there's still talk about him re-signing back in Kansas City to be their center. Cordero Patterson, who is a switchblade player, he can he's so he, versatile. He, he can help out a team, especially in a return game. Uh, Duke, Duke Johnson, Johnson, Alejandro Villanueva, Alden Smith, Brashad Breeland, who's actually I'm a, surprised he has not been signed as a corner on a one year deal with someone. Yeah, same thing with Quinton Dunbar, Casey Hayward. Casey yes, Hayward. Uh, maybe the maybe one signs him on a one year. The deal. one big thing that I don't get is the 25 year old Malik. Hooker, who is a fantastic safety, is still but available. He's, been hurt. he's played very little games. And again, these are we're going just the top Bradens off of NFL.com. Yeah. That's the ones we're talking about. So here. we got like James Conner coming up, Kawan Short, uh Alquadin Muhammad, Everson Griffin. And those are the guys that are still left that so. can make big impacts on a team. Like we said, the big guys that went. The two biggest ones were Trent Williams and Shaq Barrett. And those are re-signings with their team. The The biggest guy who went somewhere is is in the pass market. We have guys like Bud Dupree, Trey Hendrickson, Carl Lawson. Those are the three big guys. They're all pass rushers. Pass yep. rushers get paid. Next to quarterbacks and left tackles, pass rushers is what you want. Then Kenny Galladay was the next was the biggest offensive signing yeah, in so there. Yeah, so we've like, talked about most of these signings that have – happened uh the draft trades going up so we'll be back in a couple uh in a couple weeks with our mock draft number one yeah and then we'll do a final mock draft right before the draft we'll do a we'll make sure we get an episode in right before the draft happens with our final mock draft yeah where we think guys are going i mean we all know trevor lawrence is going to be going number one now with the 49ers moving up to number three and with the jets at two 
whatever the Jets do is really going to affect what the 49ers take. Well, the 49ers are taking a quarterback. That yeah. we know. It's just which one are they taking. Um, Trey if, Lance, Justin Fields. I mean, If Zach Wilson Zach doesn't Wilson, get t- picked it, by the Jets, I believe Zach Wilson will be the guy. But so I still so don't think the Jets take a quarterback because they're stuck Sam again, Donald. Leave that for your mock draft. Yeah, we got to leave that we'll for the mock. We'll leave some anticipation for everyone. Uh, but we appreciate everyone listening. Uh, yes, thank you guys very much. Uh, we've actually just hit uh, <coughs> just over 300 views on everything with you guys. So, so we appreciate it. Yeah, keep uh, telling your family, friends, show everybody. We appreciate everything. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. We, Like we said, we will be back in about two weeks with a brand new uh, podcast of going over the our mock drafts coming up. And then, like Nick said, two weeks after that with the yeah, final the mock draft. The one right draft. before the draft we'll do. And then, uh, <clears throat> every, then we'll obviously have a draft recap. And then after the draft recap, we'll be taking a, a break after that, a longer one than the Yeah, then the two, two weeks. weeks. It'll probably be two, three months that we take off so that we can kind of re-energize ourselves, get ourselves set up a little bit better. And then we'll... Go with a season preview and stuff like that. But again, we thank appreciate- you guys so much. Like we say, we appreciate everything from you guys. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever you guys can do. Thank you guys so much. All right, that's it. You guys have a good one.